congratulations. You found it. The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. It doesn't usually offend me, but when you're sitting in a fucking <laughs> radio station and you say, I don't listen to the radio. I, if it makes you feel better, I've never been a huge radio person. No, that actually doesn't make, make me it feel worse. better. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry. I'm a little bit sorry. <laughs> Because you're sitting in a radio station. That's correct. <laughs> you should feel bad. Did you know that they have a website called Murderpedia? Yes, yes, I did. That's pretty What awesome. do you find on Murderpedia? Shit about murders, Martha. Murders. Murders. So, for example, you know, if I wanted material. to dissolve a body in acid, I could get instructions on Murderpedia? Well, I mean, there might be a contact information for you to contact a murderer, like, you know, what prison they're in. Are you being really serious? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) You get to be a little freak out there for a second. It's it's stalking for the wanted. (laughs) Uh, It's like Wikipedia, but for murders. Meaning you look them up on there? Yeah, Yeah, you learn about serial killers and different murders of people. It's very informational. That sounds so October. It does. You would think that it was horror month. It's horror month. <laughs> Me and Martha so have been cheesy. with the uh, sound effects today. We have. We're all <laughs> we're in sync. And not the band. I would sing an in sync song right now, but I, I don't, don't know any. Know any. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Oh, that's in sync? Oh. Yes. Oh, well, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? All I knew I is that, that it purpose. was boy band. <laughs> I said it on purpose just for you, Alyssa. Or, it's gonna be me. Ugh. That's also in sync. Look, it's because the Backstreet Boys are better. Mm. They're better. Hey, I will defer to your taste. You I'm don't better. care. No. <laughs> It's my job, and I don't care. I know. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to care, but I'm not on the clock, so. So you don't have to care. Nope. It's not I your job right now. Care. All I care about is murder and mayhem and scary books. Oh, boy, do we have the podcast for you, Martha. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I love Halloween so much. Halloween's pretty awesome. Halloween. I have to tell you about this awesome car that I saw. Like today when I was driving my mom around on some errands, it was this very, very orange. I'm talking like OSU orange for football fans out there. OSU orange would be the equivalent of a... It's brighter than pumpkin orange. Brighter than a Walmart pumpkin. And um, Dodge Charger, and which is like a muscle car, but their plate on the back said clockwork. So get it? Clockwork orange. <laughs> That's pretty I th- cool. I thought that was brilliant. I, I would drive that. I wanted to like flag him down and be his friend. I was like, <laughs> I, you might be a serial killer, but I love your car, so I have to be your friend. What's your contact information? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that happens to me all the time. I'm driving on the road and I see like a car with um, one of my favorite bumper stickers that coexist. Mm-hmm. You know, I see that one and I, I see on the same car, 
I see the TARDIS and I have this overwhelming need to honk and pull this person over and say, we need to be friends. <laughs> I don't think that'd go over really well, though. No, I have actually flagged someone down. I waved at them. So uh, one of aside from this podcast, one of my other favorite podcasts is My Favorite Murder. And so their catchphrase is stay sexy and don't get murdered. And so you abbreviated SSDGM and someone had that on the back of their car. And so I waved at them and I just screamed, stay sexy. And she screamed, don't get murdered back at me. And then the light light turned green and we never saw each other again. It was the most amazing moment that's ever happened in my car. It's like the misconnection section in the back of the newspaper. I know. Remember when we were at the stoplight? It was amazing. (laughs) I almost feel like it would be a cool thing to have a sign in your car that you could just stick out your window and say, cool bumper sticker. I think we need that. There's got to be a way to do that. As I was thinking it, I was thinking, God, there are so many options of ways you could do that. Like if somebody has a taillight out, you know, you could say taillight out. Well, we used to to do that. We used to have like one of those big, remember when you could get them in like spiral notebooks and they were just plain paper? Yeah. And we used to keep one of those in the car with a marker and we would write people notes because, you know, the thing to do in my day was to go cruising. And it's not like you had social media or we didn't have cell phones or anything like that. So you would write a note and put it in your window for them to read. This makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, but then I got to thinking about it. Some people mooned in the window. We wrote. wrote Well, sure. You got to thinking about what? I'm I got sorry. to thinking about it. This idea of, you know, doing like a, like a, not necessarily like a hold up sign like we did in the olden days, but like an electronic sign where you could push in, you know, your taillight is out or something. The and scrolling it, LED sign. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got to thinking there's no way that would ever work. That would cause crashes. No. Here's why there's a problem. Because people would write, fuck you, asshole. You're a terrible driver. Oh, I would do that. And then, you know, we would have more road rage instead of, hey, I love your bumper sticker. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is we used to do shit like that. And there wasn't really like the road rage that was. I saw some road rage today, I'm telling you. Really did like, fuck you, asshole. You're a bad driver. It was more like, you're hot. What's your number? If you had only seen the grin it was on her face, was that, face, that was the best. <laughs> the biggest, cheesiest grin you can imagine on Ronnie's face, holding up a sign. That was it. <laughs> I mean, hot. that's what we did. You're hot. Fun. What's your number? <laughs> I wish I'd said that to my hot mailman. Damn it. Alyssa, I love that you have a hot mailman. I know. So I was checking my mail on Friday. I check my mail once every two to three weeks. Holy crap. I don't get mail. Like all my bills are electronic. So I only check my mail when I'm like expecting shit. Me too. And so I went in in the middle of the day because I get off work uh, at 1230 on Fridays. And so I went in and there he was and... He was so pretty. You're so like, helpful and nice. I'm going to check my mail every Yeah, I was Friday. like, I'm checking my mail. He was like, oh, what number are you? Let me double check and make sure you don't have a package. <gasps> I know. Oh. Anyway, I hope I see him again. <laughs> You're Hi, like, hot mail man. You're my new hot crush. <laughs> I hope to hell I have with my hot neighbor. my hot neighbor. Oh. But um, I haven't seen hot neighbor lately. My hot neighbor? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't live next to him like oh. I do. Well, yeah, I know. But usually I see him like he's walking his dog sometimes when I go by. Because right I really there... want to know what he does for a living because he doesn't have... This Didn't you really... stalk him and this... find out? I mean, I could tell well, you. Well, it sounds really creepy, but... Don't, like, s- don't say I... I stalk people. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but we park... We already ne- talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> but our assigned spots are next to each other. And so he's got a real weird schedule. Like, sometimes he leaves when I do. Sometimes, like, I never... I won't see him for, like, two months. Because, like, we j- our paths just won't cross. And then so sometimes you know I'll see him, like, every day for a week. Well, I, I think I... <laughs> this is not even creepier. Um, I have a picture of it in my phone, but I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> you can tell me later. <laughs> well, I mean, that when I was screenshotting Maybe he's you, a secret agent. I, haven't, I highly doubt it. I think he does IT for a hospital. Oh. Look, you said it on the podcast anyway. <laughs> if I remember, I don't remember exactly. That might not be right. That's but super creepy. I took... <laughs> Especially because he does IT, now he can stalk us. <laughs> He'd have to know my name to do that. How do you know her he name is know Alyssa? Name. I don't think he knows what my if name. He's a secret agent IT guy. Okay, Martha, <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> we don't live in a secret agent level apartment secret complex. Agent? I think they make oh, right. he's undercover. I think they make more money than we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might be undercover for what? Because if he lived in a, quote, secret agent type apartment building, it would be obvious. If he was undercover, I wouldn't be able to find out about him on the internet. That's He's true. an IT guy. <laughs> would not be able to find out about. I mean, if that's what he does. <laughs> I think we need a strategy for you to meet the meet, meet and date the cute mailman. Or Did maybe- he have a ring on his finger? Did you check? No, I no. didn't check. He doesn't have a ring on his finger. He's on OK Cupid. No, really? hot mailman. Mailman. Oh, mailman. I'm sorry. I switched over from What's hot he, neighbor because I was his feeling name? weird about it. I don't know what the hot mailman's name is. <laughs> it took me like three years to learn my hot neighbor's name. So yeah, but we're moving things up. We're on a different <laughs> schedule now. I don't know if faster. I can just find hot mailman. I don't in know, Bonnie. You go to the mailroom in the middle of the day and find out. I. Well, I could go at lunch, actually. You could. I was like, I work, but I'm like, oh, wait. No, I take lunch you at one, so I actually could probably go. do that. Could probably do, and I probably do need to check my mail. I think it's been a month and a half since I've checked my mail. See, you made fun of me, and that's worse. It, that is kind one, of There worse. was one time that I, I actually went so long in between checking my mail that they returned my mail to the senders. Oh, my God, <laughs> And the only reason I knew is because, um, <laughs> it's because people started calling me, we received return mail for you. I'm like, you did? Like, I haven't moved. So I went and checked my mail, and there was just a letter in there saying, reactivate your your box, call this number. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that's like, bad. Mm. I've never done that. Well, I, I have to say I don't really think much about my mail because... Is it in front of your house? Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, I don't ever go get it. Ron always goes and gets it. I have to, like, go to the thing. There has to be a parking spot. Like, sometimes there isn't. Yeah. I usually check it when I'm walking the dog because it's real near the dog park. Every three weeks? Every couple months. <laughs> well, I walk the dog twice a day, but I forget. Like, I'll get back to the apartment and I'll be like, oh, shit, I should check the mail. Oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. You have to remember to bring your key with you. Well, oh. I mean, I lock my door, so my it's keys are... so difficult. I, I have my mail it's key so with It's so hard. Stop making fun of us. <laughs> Listen... 
There's some things that I, sometimes I have other things on my mind when I'm walking the dog. Like looking at all the hot neighbors? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Seeing if there's any new hot neighbors. Mm. Learning the names of all of the dogs in the neighborhood. That's actually what Vonnie's yes. doing, is learning all the names of Here all the dogs. We were walking out of our apartment a few minutes ago, and this dude walks up with this corgi. Oh, it's such and such. <laughs> that she corgi knows is the damn really dog's cute. name. <laughs> What's it, what was it again? Um, it starts with a G. It's not, it's... It's named after somebody in Guard- the Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy. Some- Lady- Gamora. Gamora. Yeah. I'm like, I that's keep wanting cute. to say Galadriel, but that's not right. It's Gamora. You did call her Galadriel. Yeah, Speaking but- of Galadriel. Who's going to be Galadriel? Me! Martha's going to be Galadriel. Well, Aly- Alyssa helped me put on my hair today. That was pretty cool. I did. Yeah. I got hair extensions. Clip, clip, <laughs> clip on hair extensions. I almost said press on. Pre- <laughs> press on. I got some press on hair extensions. <laughs> like press on nails. I yeah. have some Lee's press on hair extensions. <laughs> Just press them and go. <laughs> Just don't get them too close to the I'm feeling like curtain. I've really undershot it on my costume. Now, you've got hair extensions. You're buying a tutu. I'm putting a headband in my hey, hair. those scales yeah, are you, pretty awesome, though. You own a tutu. I don't. I own, like, no skirts. I don't own a tutu. I thought you had, well, you've got That's a, just a regular old skirt. But it's like tooled and stuff. Well, yeah. It's not like a regular tutu that I'm getting. It's kind of like a cool tooled. I don't know. If I look too over the top, you have to tell me. Say, Vonnie. You're going to uh-uh. be beautiful. You're not, so she's shush. putting uh-uh. in hair extensions and wearing a flowing white robe. What are you talking about? There is nothing more over the top than that. She made That's her own true. crown. I did. Well, I didn't go that far. I went to the Halloween store and got mine. I rooted through my own closet and was like, what clothes do you own? you have any ruffled How shirts? Can you I need a ruffled shirt. from here? <laughs> yeah, just borrow one from Alyssa. I do actually... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there you go. It's bl- it's polka dot though. Oh, no, no, I, can't do no, I don't think fly. it would work. No, I mean I'll take a picture of it and show you. No, but I don't think it'll work. work. I'll find one. I don't wear it because it makes my boobs look even bigger, which I do not need. But that's okay on Halloween because everyone's supposed to look a little. It slutty. is on Halloween. Everybody's supposed to be over However, the top. However, it doesn't work for work, which is what it would oh, be for. That's true. Hmm. Everyone needs to be a little slutty on Halloween. Martha's got her porn hair. She I'm gonna have, have porn, porn hair. star hair. Yeah, porn star I, hair. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, gonna be, be wearing really loud makeup, rocking some scales, rocking some scales. I, I mean, somebody's into that, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, baby, are you into cold blooded? <laughs> are you into lizards? Because that would be me. Or snakes. Snakes. <laughs> Do you remember a show that was on? You're not gonna remember it. You're too young. But it was way back early '80s, and it was called V. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, see with those the, with the aliens. Yeah, those people that like wasn't some in scale? the eighties. That was in the nineties. No, honey, that was the like eighties. It was not. No, it was that was a Google it. Uh, it was eighties. I watched that when I was still living at home in Westfield on Washington Street. That was the fucking eighties. Oh, okay. When did it come out? Nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> you said that so quietly. Oh, Damn this it. says the first episode was in 1984. Damn it! It was like supposed to be a mini series, but it ended up running for like three years. So. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of, 
I don't know why I. But thought they were that. like big lizards, and wait, you know what I was thinking? They had babies. All they the time. rebooted that in t- 2009. I remember that because they I, rebooted it in 2009. That's when I was thinking. Like I remember that coming on. I remember seeing that. I didn't watch it, but I remember actually. It was really good. I didn't watch it. My sister. I don't remember the 80s version of it. The 80s version. Oh my god, my sister was all about that show. No, but I loved the 2009 version of it. Uh, It was really good. I didn't watch that. So the whole Halloween thing has has just sort of overtaken our lives. I mean, we spent all day today in the Halloween store. And well, not all day. Well, she says all, all day. We it were was there like for like an hour. It was maybe an hour. And, well, we were we were we spent more time at the diner hungry. than we did when, in the Halloween. When it's all part of the day. It's when Martha's the hungry, day. it takes all day to do anything. It does take all day when I'm <laughs> I'm involved. I, I make it a whole day every time because you know you got to go eat. You have to. You have to pick everyone up, and then you have to do the thing, and then you have to go eat, and then you have to go do the podcast. That's the whole day. So we spent the whole day doing Halloween stuff <laughs> whilst also doing other things. Well, then after we ate, we did go back to the apartment and try on hair extensions. and We had to yada. hang out with my dog. And hang out with Annabelle. She snuggled with everybody. She did. And she then barked at me, though. She just, did bark at you, just but the then first she time. stopped. Yeah. Well, well, it's because it's probably only because she saw Vonnie yesterday. And she was yeah, startled. She, yeah. <laughs> she, she saw Vonnie yesterday. Yeah. She, she's like, you were gone. She hasn't so seen dumb. you since you put treats in your pockets for And her. I forgot to put treats in my purse, so. You should have saved some of that bacon at lunch. Uh, why don't we tell the fun people why we've been doing Halloween stuff all day That's today? That's a great idea. Why don't you tell us? The reason that we are doing all this Halloween stuff today is because we have a live event coming up at Full Circle Bookstore here in Oklahoma City from 7 to 9 p.m. We will be reviewing a bunch of fun horror novels and we are going to be dressed up. up. Mm -hmm. We're super excited about it. The books we're going to be reviewing are In the Valley of the Sun by Andy Davidson, A Guide for Murder to Children by Sarah Sparrow, Little Darlings by Melanie Golding, The Monk by Matthew Lewis, and The Shining by Stephen King. Alyssa, you sounded so professional just then. I know. Thank you. And we invite you to dress up also. If you want. If you want. It's not necessary. We promise we won't mock you if you walk in and you're not dressed up. No. No, Because some people don't like to dress up and that's fine, but still come out for all of the all of, the, all of the good books that we're going to talk we about. We have a really good time. There's going to be, this time, uh, our sponsor, our brews, are going to be from Prairie Artisan Ales. And we're very excited to try the We're excited to try some have. beers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beers and books and books and brews. We mm-hmm. have a really good time every time. We do. The people at Full Circle are awesome. They are. Jessica actually works there also, but she's also going to be at the event. Yeah, she's And Kayla, the too. And mm-hmm. then the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a party. And we're going to find some place to go afterwards. We always do. Yeah. So we'll just wrap you up in our arms and whisk you off to wherever we're headed. It'll be, it'll be a blast. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. We're going to read taking some pictures. Spooky stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. It's been so long. We've been doing Sunday mornings for so long. It feels so good to do it in the nighttime. It feels weird. 
Oh, it's see, like to dark me, I'm in like, here. I'm actually awake right now. This has been, I know, this it has been so long. We used to do it at night all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, because we did it on Friday yeah. nights. And it was always changed. Friday night, and we switched over to Sunday mornings. And the whole mood of the podcast has been different. On Sunday mornings? Well, yeah. I mean, everyone's still sleeping. I know. I mean, half the time I go over to Alyssa's house, I get drunk the night before. It's just a bad time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think anybody got drunk the night before this time. No. No, because mm-hmm. no, I can't been... because I'm high on cold medicine. Oh, yeah. And I've been crocheting bookmarks for the... <gasps> really? And she's been teaching that. me how to crochet. Mm-hmm. She's going to get us all. The well, only person left is Kayla. Because <laughs> I taught you, you even though teach you me, never even though I don't do it. Do it Jessica is prolific now. She is. She is. She's like going to be teaching me stuff pretty soon. And I then, can now do a single crochet 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 stitch. A You'll single crochet station? Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be like this all night. It's the cold medicine, huh? It's the cold medicine. We, we found a, a cool new diner. It's called Black Bear Diner. And yeah, it's a chain, it's, it's but of course good, we though. didn't know about it. So we discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, we had to go in and eat until we feel like we're going to die. Because it was really good food. And they give you so much food. Lots of food. And there was pie. Oh, God. So anyway, we're sitting there and Bonnie's like, well, the next time we do this, I'm going to get a pot pie. If I'm going home. Because, I mean, (laughs) it does have creamy. It's creamy. It's made with milk. Yeah. So then we're we're discussing why I won't eat pot pie, which is because there are peas in a pot pie. And I agreed with Martha. I would rather it have corn in it because peas are bad. And peas are terrible. Peas. peas are disgusting. They're peas almost are delicious. No. There's peas no. are unnatural. They are they're, not unnatural. They're alien. They are not alien. You know what? If they're alien, then I'm all about some alien balls. God damn they're it. Because they're delicious. Really? Delicious. No. I like it when they burst in my mouth. (laughs) If testicles are bursting in your mouth, something is very, very wrong. I'm not sure we can be friends (laughs) anymore after that comment. That was really disgusting. What the fuck? I think we've talked about peas on this podcast before. I'm pretty sure this has come up before. Well, I don't like the mushy peas. I want them to be firm and burst in my mouth. Both Alyssa and I have a really disgusted look on our face it's so right gross. now. Oh my god! I'm but the joking, pie there was awesome, or was it pie? Was, no, it was, it was cobbler because it had a pastry top. Had this thing. If you live in the northern states, you know that cobbler does not have crust on the top of it. Mm-mm. It has no. biscuits, biscuits, but sweet here... biscuits floating atop. A sea of fruit. Yeah, it's kind of like chicken and dumplings, but you make it with fruit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we always made it. These people down here don't know how to make a cobbler. I've also never had chicken and dumplings with biscuits on top. Like, what is that? Get away. Really? What? Really? That's what a dumpling is. It's like a... No, you cut cut up... What? Yeah, you like, you make make the dough and you make the pieces and then you cook it in the broth. 
Oh, something is really wrong here, sweetheart. No. We're going to have to teach you how to make chicken and dumplings. That's how right, you make them. My best friend not how you make them. Those are dumplings. No. no. Yes. No, they're no, those fluffy. are noodles. What the heck? No, they're big. So they're like dumplings. Yes. Oh, I'm really scared for you, You take and you, you make Alyssa. drop biscuits and you drop it into the already done and they Sorry, cook my it. family's from the Midwest. We're not from the North. Oh. We're going to teach you. All <laughs> I about need to make you chicken and dumplings now. Chicken and dumplings it's delicious. Are, it has like a it's not it's not quite a biscuit because when it cooks it's like this it cooks right on top of the broth and it becomes so it's not this dry fluffy or bready thing. entity. It's like I mean, a I don't cloud. think it's going to be bad. I've just never had it. <sighs> I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. We're going to teach you. <laughs> We're going to teach you the right way to do chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings is delicious. Mm. Now I'm hungry again. <laughs> no, I'm How not. How can you be I'm hungry? Not, I'm not hungry again. We had so much lunch. Oh, my lunch. God. We had so much food. It we wasn't a, even at lunchtime. That was really dinner. It was really, like 4 o'clock. really late lunch. It was at 4 o'clock. And it's now almost 8, and we're still miserable. It yeah. was like Lunner. Lunner? Lunner. Yeah. Lupper. Lupper. <laughs> I like Lupper better. Lupper. <laughs> uh, I'm not hungry anymore. I had Lupper. I think okay. probably we should transition. Okay, I just got to tell you this one thing. Okay. okay, so my son. Yep. Love him dearly. Oh, sometimes. No. What has he done? <laughs> so he, last week one day, he calls me and he wants to know what he needs for this chili cheese dog dip that I used to make all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. we were talking about we were that talking yesterday. We were talking about that. And so I gave him the ingredients and everything, and it's okay. Let me repeat. It didn't it is sound difficult. Chili cheese dog dip, and he just texts me, "You do need chili for that dip stuff." I knew I wasn't crazy. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's chili dip. Why would you not need chili for it?" <laughs> is he okay? Is he high on cold medicine? <laughs> he just said, "When I asked you, you said I d- I didn't need chili. Just." cream cheese and and he said fact so i'm gonna text him back fake news (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna put your red hat on too tight (laughs) i'm totally leaving this in Speaking of scary things, (laughs) I think it's about time to review some horror novels on this program. (laughs) Get it. Get it. (laughs) Sorry, he just called me a jackass. Going on with the true horror that happens in real life, <laughs> I did a true crime novel Ooh. for my first book in in October, and this was a freaky, scary, totally had to quit reading true crime for a while kind of book. Oh, this is the one that you... Oh, yes. She has not stopped talking about this book well, since she, she read it. She hasn't told us anything about it. Just she that it was scary. Oh God, She's been building stop. it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We're listening. It's called The Want Ad Killer by Anne Rule. Our Lord and Savior. 
This is about Harvey Lewis Carnegie, and he is a serial killer, and his the dates of his murder started in 1949. And he had kind of a break in between murders, and then his big killing spree was between 1972 and 1974. And one thing that he stood out, kind of, kind of stood out against other serial killers is that his crimes all happen in a very short amount of time. Usually, I mean, you do a lot of serial killers. Yep. Usually there's a lot of time in between victims of yeah. serial killers. His was not. Most of his crimes took place, and we're talking um, five plus. They don't know exactly how many women he killed, uh. but it was over at least five, probably more like 11 or so, mm. but all in the, that two-year period. That is really fast. Yeah. And the sad thing is about this very disturbed individual is that he should not have been a serial killer to begin with because his very first rape and attempted murder happened in 1949 when he was either still in the army or right out of the army. And he did get caught and he got thrown in jail, but they overturned his conviction and released him. No. Yeah. So then he after, really should have never killed anybody at all. Right. He, sh- he should have never been out of jail. Mm. Then he actually went to jail again in Washington State, but he was only in there and he got out after nine years for good behavior. A lot of bad things happened in Washington. I have a theory about it's that. Sort of the Green can... River Killer, yeah. Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. this dude apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's someone else I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But after he got out of prison the second time, he kind of got smarter about staying out of jail and staying off the radar. And um, one of the things that he did and one of the reasons why he's the wanted killer is he would he owned a gas station and he would put ads in the paper for people to work at this gas station and like young teenage girls who would apply to work at this gas station Well, he would target them and like, you know, oh, well, let me give you a ride home. Oh, well, do you need me to pick you up for that interview? I'll just come get you and we can, you know, I'll take you back to the station and then I'll take you home afterwards. You don't have to worry about catching the bus. Mm. Red flag. He was actually caught and put in jail for longer in Minnesota. So, at Washington started to kind of get a little smart. He did get married. He got married to a widow who had two children, and he used to abuse the little boy, just, like, hit him, and he was cruel and beat him. And finally, the boy went to live with the dad. He never did anything to the girl, but he used to, like, make advances and want to go on car rides by themselves all the time. And eventually, she was like, screw this, I'm leaving. And she left. Then after that, the wife kind of was like, you know, I don't think you're a good person anymore. And I think that's eventually why he ended up moving. But he was actually, he ended up getting caught after he raped and severely beat a woman with a hammer and left her on the side of the road as dead, like a backwoods kind of pushed her down like this, you know, dip, like a Almost like a ravine, but not deep, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because, you know, they're out in Minnesota. It's There's nothing. He thought that she was dead. Well, she wasn't dead, and she woke up, 
and she had to crawl back up onto the road and she got she flagged down a car who took her and she pressed charges and that's eventually and then all of these other unsolved crimes they started to figure out that he was involved in all of these other crimes too because the weapon was the same he beat them with a hammer like you know in the skull and so brutal yeah of course you know this is true crime so about half of it is about the crime itself and then half of it is the court cases and everything and i'll have to say that this was quite um detailed Uh in the explanation of his crimes and what exactly he did to these women oh yeah and just it it was you were disturbed for it weeks was after you read that. It was usually books don't bug me that bad. Even after I read them, I'm like, oh, whew, that was a tough one. Okay, on to the next. And I was like, oh, I need I, I need a good war book right now because <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking insanely scary. I'll take a Nazi any day over this guy. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was brutal. It was a brutal book. Hmm. I think if you like true crime, um, definitely try it. Anna Rule is a f- phenomenal writer. She's the best. I love but her. But this is not even just a little bit rapey. This is extremely rapey because this mm. is what his crimes were. He raped and beat his these women with hammers. Oh. So, <clears throat> yeah. And he did it in such ways that they couldn't pinpoint the crimes on him. And it just... You'd have to read it to find out details. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but yeah, it was mm. definitely a good horror book because, oh my freaking God. Oh my freaking God. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> and As just in scary horror. Just the whole fact that he never should have even been on the streets to be able to commit all of these crimes. Because back when he was in his 20s in Alaska, he did he his very first crime he got caught and thrown in jail and then it was overturned and they let him go after nine years mm-hmm. well i think it was nine years i can't remember exactly but holy crap really mm-hmm. just i mean the judicial this this book scared me so much that i actually went online to make sure that this guy was still in jail is he or is <laughs> he yes, dead? he is still in jail because when he was going through the trials and everything in minnesota they used they didn't have the death sentence and one of the laws was that you couldn't you couldn't be convicted for more than 40 years what yeah they would not and that's combined that's not even every single crime oh my you God. could not get more than 40 years so with good behavior he could have been out in like 15 oh my god so yeah i mean that's how he got out early on good behavior because and so I stopped reading right there and I looked him up on the computer <laughs> and I was like, I have to make sure this guy's still in prison, which he is. No worries. But whew, it was. He's got a life sentence now, right? He's I'm not pre- getting out. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. I mean, the guy's like 70 years old now. He's not. I mean, these crimes happen in like 72 and he was already like in his 30s. Okay. In 72. But that was called The Want Ad Killer by Anne Roll. But yeah. Hooey. Everybody take a deep breath now. This is horror month after all. <coughs> it's supposed to be frightening. 
<laughs> this was frightening. This, I mean, <laughs> my heart was beating fast just talking about that right now. <laughs> like, like these doors lock right. I know we're on the sixth floor, but these doors lock right. You have to have a card to get in. We're safe. Thank goodness. <laughs> Now, when we leave the parking lot, he's, however... Do you want me to look and make sure he's still in prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better check on that again. Well, I read a scary book. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I went out of my comfort zone, and I read a really fucking scary book. Not just Ooh. scary, fucking scary? Fucking scary. I read The Haunting of Ashburn House by Darcy Coates. And this book had me scared at five o'clock in the afternoon with the sun still out and the Great British Baking Show on in the background. Whoa. And I was still terrified. That's pretty scary. It was really scary. Like I'd created an environment in which I would not be scared. (laughs) And I was still scared. (laughs) Because the problem with Horror Month is I really want to be scared, but also I hate being scared. Oh. Like if we're going to do it, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah. But... I also but you don't really don't, want to do it. Uh, but I don't want to. <laughs> so this book is about a woman named Adrian, and she has inherited Ashburn House from her like great great aunt Edith. And this is a big old house in a small town um, somewhere in England. It's not. It's not really clear, and it's not really important. Um, and so Adrian really needs this house because she's been she had quit her job to take care of her mom while her mom was sick and her mom has died. And so she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have anywhere to live. She has like fifty dollars in her bank account and she's a freelance Ooh. writer. And so she's like waiting for her. Yeah. Martha just made a sound and a face. Being a freelance writer sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so she's waiting $50 for... in your bank account. Yeah. sucks. I've been there. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for like her money to come in from these past articles that she's written. And, you mm. know, she's really worried about where she's going to eat. She's this cat. And so like she's glad that she's got this house. But also now she's got to pick up and move out to this small town in the middle of nowhere where she doesn't know anybody. And just live in this house of this woman who died. And she's only met this Aunt Edith one time. Mm. And so she gets to this house. And it's, if you think about, like, just think about a classic haunted house. Big, creepy, old Victorian. Mm. That's what this house looks like. And so Mm. she gets inside. And she doesn't really explore the first night. She gets there. It's almost dark. And... She's kind of like, well, you know, it's late. She feeds her cat. There's not really... All there are, like, some dry goods. Like, there's some rice. There's some noodles in the pantry. But, like, there's nothing to eat. And she's like, I'm just... I'm going to go to bed. I'm not going to worry about it. One thing she does see is carved into the kitchen table, like, with a knife, it says, no mirrors. And so when she's looking around, she notices kind of it... Because she only... She doesn't go upstairs. She just stays in the downstairs. There are no mirrors downstairs anywhere. There's no mirrors in the bathroom. There's not any hanging on the wall decoratively. There are no reflective surfaces. Whoa. Downstairs in this house. She's like, well, that's weird. But like Aunt Edith, she has a reputation for being like kind of weird and a recluse. So she's like, I'm just going to go to bed. (laughs) It's fine. And it is fine. So she goes to bed and. The next morning, she ends, she doesn't have a car either. The, she's just like, she's got 
nothing. She has a suitcase, a laptop, and a cat. And so she goes into town and people, because this is a small town, people are immediate, like, immediately like, are you living in Ashburn House? Oh. <laughs> What's it like in there? Because there's all these like myths that like it's haunted and that mm-hmm. because a bunch of years ago there was a massacre there and the entire family was killed. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, like 70 or 80 years ago, like the whole family was killed, like this uncle, parents, daughter, the only survivor was Edith. And she was Whoa. living there? Uh-huh. And so they don't know, like people are like, people think, they don't know if someone came and murdered the whole family or if, well, if it was Edith like, murdered the whole family. She had to have been pretty young though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was oh, little. okay. Yeah, she was, well, she died and she was like 90 or 100. Like, it's not clear oh, how old oh, okay. she was. So she was very, she, she was, was very old. Like, she died of old age. Um. And so she goes down. Everyone's like, can we come see her house? Mm. (laughs) Um, So she kind of goes back up and she gets to exploring the house. And she goes upstairs and upstairs in the hallway, there are all these portraits that are like really creepy. And they're all it's clear. It's all of like the same family. Like there are some standalone portraits and one is like the whole family and she goes into Edith's room and it looks like there's been, there's this beautiful room done in like whites and purples. That's clearly like been made up for her. Like her aunt Edith left it for her, which is really sweet, but she sees the store at the end of the hallway and scratched into it is, is it Friday? You have to burn the candle or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but so she goes upstairs to see what it's about. And just in the middle of the attic is this big table, there's a candle set in the middle of it, and there's just a picture frame, and there's a picture of a little girl in the mirror, or in the... Like a portrait? In the frame? In the frame, yes. Oh. <laughs> That's the word I was thinking of. We're not even breathing over here. There is nothing... to describe it. No, that... Yeah. <laughs> she has no idea why. It's just a candle in this framed picture of a little girl. And that and that scr- like scratched into the door, just like the no mirrors was scratched into the table. That was good. <laughs> that, that was some nice sound, sound effects the over there, Bonnie, moving your microphone um, right at the right time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so as it goes along, um, this is a haunted house story because it's the only kind of scared I want to be. I love haunted houses. <sighs> there are ghosts. There's a reanimated corpse. (gasps) I thought when I walked my dog after I finished this book, I thought a reanimated corpse was going to jump off the roof of my building (laughs) and murder me. And it's like at this point, it's like seven o'clock. So it's not even dark out because it's still summer. Oh, you cracked me up. So fucking scared. It was so scary. (laughs) this book was terrifying it's paced really well like it's not too long like one of my i love stephen king but one of my criticisms can be a little long yeah yeah it's kind of like how long are we gonna do this for this was a very nice length like she really paced it really well and like ramped up the horror oh god I'm thinking about the scariest part. I'm just like, oh, I can see it in my brain. She does a really good job of, she just describes things in a way that's 
like you can imagine it. She does just enough so that your mind can do the rest, and mm. you imagine the thing that's like scariest to you. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like she gives you a really good idea of like what this looks like, but mm-hmm. then you have to do the rest. It's not like exactly pinpointed, so you make it worse, which of course my brain did. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good book. I read it in an afternoon, so like it wasn't too long. I'm glad I read it in an afternoon because I wouldn't have been able to sleep if I left off in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you had to. And then I would have had to have been in the dark it. and finished it, <laughs> like in bed in the dark with like my dog making sounds, rooting around under the bed because that's what she does at night. That would have been bad. Oh my gosh! When you're done, I got to tell you something. Okay, talking about dogs <laughs> in the middle of the night. It was. This was a really, really good book. I highly recommend it. Um, based on Amazon, it looks like she's got a ton of haunted house books. So, if you are in the mood to be freaked out by a scary ass house, read yourself some Darcy Coates. So that was the Haunting of Ashburn House by Darcy Coates. Okay, last night. Yes. Um, <clears throat> when I went home, I told you Echo was playing and yes, and everything. So. When she finally settled down, I went and laid down, and she laid on the couch mm-hmm. um, in, in the same room. We're in the same room, and all the lights are off and everything, and I'm looking at Facebook on my phone in the dark, and all of a sudden, she jumps off the couch into the middle of the living room and starts growling. Cool. That's freaky. And I'm like, what's going on? And she can't hear anything, She's so not. she heard anything, so she had to have seen something. So like I'm like, don't turn looking, around, don't looking turn over around. little. Then I turn my my flashlight on on my phone, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I don't see anything. And I got up and God, that's freaky. She settled down, yeah, but she just jumped out and just started growling. It's the ghost. That reminds me, the first night I was in my apartment, living alone for the first time ever. I'm laying on the couch because I didn't have the energy to make my bed because I was exhausted. So I was like, I'll just sleep on the couch. The couch is really comfortable. Uh My dog, in the middle of the night, starts growling and barking. And my dog hates people. So I'm like, is someone in here? I thought, and she wouldn't stop. So I'm just lying there, frozen on the couch. I've only been alone. This is my first night alone. Oh my God. I'm going to get murdered. (laughs) She was, there was a large black plastic bag I had hung on a doorknob for trash. And she was growling at the trash bag. But for 30 minutes, I thought we were both going to die. That is so awful. We have such good Halloween stories today. And I don't even know what she was. It's really creepy because your dog can't hear. So that's like yeah, extra weird. Yeah, she was like pointed to like the corner in the living room that there's not even any windows or anything. It, the opposite side of the glass doors. And it's kind of like. What the fuck did she see? I have. I don't. I imagine your it was some kind is haunted. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but. Whoo. By the reanimated corpse from my book. <clears throat> that's it. It didn't jump and get you in the middle of the night. It jumped into my apartment. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for another one? Yep. Yes. We want scary. Okay. I've been actually hanging on to this one for a while. I read it in July. Dang. Oh, wow. You yeah. have been hanging on well, to it. Well, because I get started early, I want to make sure I find the best ones. Uh-huh. And this is called The Consultant by Bentley Little. 
And when I first started reading this book, my eyes were rolling back in my head because I was thinking, oh, this is so ridiculous. And I later on, I went down and I was reading some of the reviews of this book. And I have to use this term because it fits perfectly. It's satirical horror, Mm -hmm. which means it's kind of funny, but it's terrifying. Hmm. Now, maybe that isn't what it means, but this book was, okay, first of all, Imagine that you go you go to work one day. Sure. And you find out that your company is in serious trouble. They're going to have a merger, but it falls through. And so you, you basically your life is on the line for your employment. So they hire a consultant. Well, the consultant comes in and starts doing all kinds of really sketchy shit. Okay. So far, it sounds like office space. Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> the consultant comes in and he asks, he, he brings each person into his office individually and he asks the strangest questions, like really strange. Like, I don't remember if this is exactly one of them, but it was similar. Like, when was your last period? Or, I mean, just super inappropriate things that A, nobody should ever ask you. Mm-hmm. And B, have nothing to do with your job. Hmm. Um, and then he does stuff like he calls the, he calls the employees in the middle of the night, shows up at their houses. A uh, hard pass. Um, and at first, it's like, that. that's what I say, and I was just rolling my eyes back in my head thinking, oh, this is so stupid. But it gets worse. They, they get called out and they have to go on a mandatory retreat. So they're all out together and they're supposed to be hunting and their guide shoots a dog or makes somebody shoot a dog. And when they get back to, and there's a bunch of other stuff that happens during that time, but then when they get back from the hike, Somebody makes dinner and they realize they've eaten the dog. Hmm. And it gets worse. It gets so much worse. I don't like it. It gets so much worse. One thing that Bentley Little is good at, because I have read a bunch of his books. He's super crass, super sexually inappropriate, and super disgustingly gross. So Hmm. you add all of that together... And the horror of, oh, my God, I need this job. And then the guy comes home one day and his wife tells him that her job has also hired a consultant and it's the same guy. And then their kid comes home from school and says, "Um, that guy that was at our house the other day, he's at the school, too. It's like so he was like, stalking everybody in the I'm business. telling you, it gets so creepy towards the end and so awful that I was terrified by the end of this book. It's just so... Workplace horror. I know. Yeah. Who would have Ooh. thought that this would be a thing? Well, do you ever sit and just wonder, I wonder, I wonder about my coworker. How... How much can I trust this person? Yeah. What is this person like behind I closed why doors? This, what this person does on their spare time? I'm telling you, this. I, I have to say, I've read a lot of horror novels in my time, and I was completely creeped out 
Yeah. Even, I mean, some of the stuff that was in the book was completely implausible, completely mm-hmm. over the top ridiculous. But you get sucked into this culture of what's going on in the book. And it doesn't matter. The guy is truly evil. And all this weird supernatural shit starts happening. And I'm just done. I'm just totally terrified by the time it's finished. Huh. It was truly uh, a horror novel. Makes you not want to go to the office the next day, that's for sure. Man, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, I hope there's not a consultant. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> We're not merging but, with anyone. I mean, this, I mean, this guy was, the, this, the dude, it, this would make a great horror movie. Mm-hmm. Bentley Little has, like I said, written a lot of horror novels, and, and he has kind of a um, gross-out factor about, some of his writing he there's no filter on this dude i mean he Mm. just lets it all hang out you know it's going to be gross you know it's going to be graphic but deep in there is hidden a a great storyteller at the same time so if you can get past some of that stuff uh, this is not a good book for all people (laughs) it is really really out there Hmm. but it scared me Especially because I have a job. You know? yeah. Yeah. If it scared you, I'm going to skip it because I'm scared of everything. Yeah, it so. scared me. It scared me because it made me think about things like that. Mm. Like, oh, God, what if, you know? What would I do to keep my Whoa. job? How far would you go to keep your job? Mm-hmm. Um, how how long do you stay silent? <laughs> you know? What if when you call HR, it's the same guy? Jesus Christ. You know, it's awful. <laughs> just the whole thought of it is just terrifying. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it because it takes so much these days to really get me. <laughs> uh, so that, that book was called The Consultant by Bentley Little. Awesome. Yeah. And I hung on to this one for a long time. I've read a yeah. lot of books between then and now that were scary that didn't make the cut. And I, I ended up picking this one anyway actually i almost picked it for the live event something else got bumped up which i can't tell you which one because we're keeping it a secret we are keeping it a secret nobody knows whose book is who who's nobody's commented i know figure out who's that's because it's too hard trying to remember if past past podcasts if we'd said anything i don't think we have maybe i I think i might have maybe said something i'm pretty sure that the person who told me about this book from Facebook's because it was a recommendation from a book girl uh-huh. and there's a thread on there. She told me about the book and I told her I was reading it. So I'm pretty sure she knows which book I picked. Don't be blabbing. I think you could figure out which one is mine. Yeah. I it's think... obvious to me like which one is mine. <clears throat> well, it'll be fun. There, there'll yeah. be a few different kinds of horror novels. I think that's what this fun October thing is about. I'm excited yeah. about Vonnie's. That's the scariest scary it was scarier than what i thought it would be yeah i've read bonnie's and it's scary so i think we need to get us some pumpkins and get to carving and i'm not carving a pumpkin that's way too messy i did a pumpkin a couple years ago i did it in the hogwarts crest and i spent three days on it and it was amazing and i didn't win the pumpkin contest and so i have not carved a pumpkin (laughs) you're like fuck this i'm not doing this anymore if you won the contest you got 75 dollars off your rent they have not repeated that competition i was gonna say they have a they have a competition no i mean i am not anywhere i think it was the one they did it the one time and yeah if you got the best one i should have won 
The only you reason won. I should have won it was amazing. It took me forever. The only reason mine would win for being the scariest is because nothing is right on the face because I don't know how to carve. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most terrifying pumpkin ever carved. Yeah, I got really One would be like a triangle. triangle. Like, oh my god, I hardcore. Damn, that you is really hardcore. wanted that seventy-five dollars off I your rent. I wanted cheaper rent. <laughs> like only like one month or well, like yeah, for a year. Only one month, but still. Because if it was like for a year, like I'd be breaking out something. I'd be YouTubing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be learning a new skill. Exactly. You'd be coming out with a chainsaw, like it's a <laughs> big hunk of eye sculpture. God, I can't do that sound effect. That made my throat hurt. That did not sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing over there. She was trying to be a chainsaw. <laughs> it didn't work out. She kind of sounded she like She hurt the, herself instead. She sounded like the noon bell. You need her to come to your house so that <laughs> you, you can make the sound so my dog will howl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I need to keep my voice. I do have to work on Monday. That's true. Unless. Dun, dun, dun. Unless there's a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. I'm telling you, <laughs> workplace horror is now a thing. <laughs> the creepy guy from down the hall. <laughs> Some works have that. <laughs> Some works do have that. Unfortunately, my work has lots of creepy guys down the hall. <laughs> but I like most of them, so that works out okay. They're not creepy. They're fun. <laughs> Most of them are old stoners, so. So they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're not creepy. They're just spacey. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing left in there after all those years. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of spacey. Okay. So one of the things that I had to do with my mom today Mm -hmm. is take her to try to get her medical marijuana card (laughs) because, you know, she has issues. Issues. And... We, when I took her home after we went and to see the physician and the whole nine yards, you have to like take your picture and upload everything to the website, Mm -hmm. the government website. And so I took her picture and everything. Well, one of the things we were talking about on the way there was her coloring her hair. And she's like going to do like this rainbow tie dye kind of shit. And then she told me after I took her picture, she's like, hey, I should have gotten my picture taken before that have some tie-dye hair for my medical marijuana card. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think she's already been in the marijuana if that's what she wants. <laughs> have you had too much of that wacky tobacco? She's like, I could get some tie-dye hair and a big marijuana leaf. She's going to get hair like mine. Neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but she's a lot older than you are. Yeah, she was, <laughs> yeah, she was born in 53. <laughs> but I could just imagine... Some old, some, I shouldn't say old, some mature lady going for her medical marijuana card and her picture is tie-dye hair with a big marijuana leaf necklace hanging off of her neck. (laughs) That's what she said that she should have in her picture. You paint quite a picture. (laughs) And the really bad thing is, I have a feeling she'll probably do it. Oh, yeah. She's totally going to do the tie-dye thing <laughs> for her hair. She's already picked out the color she oh wants. Oh, my God. So if you see that lady walking down the street, you're going to know that's Bonnie's mother. If you see somebody with some, like, red and purple hair going on, that's what she wants. That's my mom. <laughs> that Love says you, mom. a lot about you, Bonnie. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have tie-dyed hair. <laughs> no, you got a mom like that. That's why you're so cool. <laughs> Does anybody have any brownies? <laughs> hey, give it a couple months and I can get us some fucking brownies. 
know that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.